Before we get started, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It only takes a couple of seconds, and most likely you're probably on either one of those apps this very moment. A little bit of effort on your end goes a very long way in getting this podcast to as many people as possible. We're all on this journey of awakening and self-discovery. Let's help some other people tune in and listen to these authentic, connected, inspiring conversations. I won't talk your ear off anymore. We got a great episode, and here it is. Welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I sit down with Nicole Allen. She's a root worker, spiritual seeker, and wellness mentor. In this conversation, we discuss what it means to be in service to others, taking ownership of spiritual practice through using multiple modalities for healing and cultivating connection, and finally, we pull a card from the Divine Feather Tarot for our beautiful listeners. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presence. Welcome to Opening Presence. <laughs> My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful, sunny evening at Mount Tabor in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Today, I am joined by Nicole Allen. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, surrounded by nature, which only makes me happy. So Yeah, no, I, I definitely felt like this was the right place to have our conversation because I don't know, when you're indoors, it's kind of, it it almost creates so much like focus in on one another where there's like a symphony going on around us at all times. And it's like, I'd rather, since we're like tuned into everything, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh no, the birds can be a part of this conversation. Mm-hmm. And speaking of the birds, we just pulled a couple of cards or you just pulled a couple yes. of cards. From what? my favorite deck, it's the Divine Feather Messenger deck to me, birds are the most divine presence no other animal when you think about that is like land air and water Mm. how how long has this relationship or infatuation or connection with birds gone when did it start you know in all honesty like always liked them as kids favorite animal is a shark which is quite opposite um but my mom really got into birding about 10 years ago we have a lot of birds in our um and around our neighborhood and around our house, we have bird feeders and all of that. And uh, so it really kind of just started with like sitting down and seeing what's outside the window and seeing which patterns and which birds came and like which messages and stuff. And so when I found this deck, I was like, oh, it's the perfect deck because mm-hmm. I don't really do tarot like reading. Like I have, you know, the traditional reader way, but I really enjoy like oracle decks more. And mm-hmm this deck just like connects with me so much the one yeah it's the one because birds are the one yeah most definitely i've like birds have definitely played a role over the last number of years like the more i've been engaged with transformation or different periods of my life like different birds come at different times Mm -hmm. um like after my mother passed like the hawk i would see hawk Mm -hmm. everywhere and when I'm driving or when I'm thinking about specific things, like there'll be a time where I just like look up and it's just right there above me. Mm -hmm. Um, I have Mm -hmm. a relationship with Raven at Mm -hmm. Timothy Lake. Mm -hmm. Like I was doing LSD Mm -hmm. one time and every like year I go out to the lake and just spend time by myself and just like connect with the land. And there was a point where I was in my tent and I was just like having like a joy attack. I was just laughing and smiling and like there was a little brief moment of silence and it was like I was peeking and then all I heard was like like right above me and I saw the shadow and I was like whoa like and I'm like ever since like I've had this communication with the raven when I'm out there because I'm like raven is so intelligent and it's curious and it wants to get close and it it'll make himself 
known when it wants to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've been inv- I've invited like Raven, uh, like I I knew that they were like. There was like a gang of them, kind yeah. of just like around me. Um, well, oh, a murder, the crows, a mur- right? Are they um, murder too? I mean, it's yeah, Corvid. Yeah, they're all the Corvid family. Yeah, so there was like some juveniles, like kind of just fucking around, like around, like like uh, I was at the water's edge, and they were like kind of just talking shit and playing games, and I was like, like, all right, you guys can come out, like you can come out, and one of them came out, did like a little pirouette out into the water space to check me out came back and then a few of them did the same thing and then they all jetted to the other side of the lake and then i waited like only like a minute or two later and then the big boy came Came. and flew the the opposite direction and i was just like yep like i knew y'all were around and watching Mm -hmm. and then the third is uh the bald eagle Mm -hmm. and crazy is that there was two bald eagles the last time that was actually yeah, the first time we met we met was, in person yeah the, at the kayaking event yeah they were yeah, crazy yeah and they the first time that they came to me was when um i was moving from north portland and i didn't have any like landing place it was just like oh this chapter has ended i've yeah. been in portland living at this place for x amount of time like four years or so and it was like oh i'm leaving now and i was on a run and I was like, I didn't have any answers quite yet. And then there was two bald eagles. It was the first time that I'd seen bald eagles like in a city. Yeah, I was like, I was, city. I was yeah, yelling. Yeah. I was running yeah. like, bald yeah. eagle, yeah. Yeah. bald yeah. eagle, yeah. Yeah. bald eagle. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, that's the sign. And then I recorded a podcast called Eagle Medicine. Mm, I mean, eagles are so powerful. All those birds are like true powerful i mean all birds in general like they all give us a message from the little robin from the chickadees from wherever and i think about like um eagles and um ravens crows the corvid family those are all like true divine messengers like no matter civilizations across time those are like all birds come from the divine but those are definitely coming from the divine um and so that's interesting that those are the ones mm. that stuck even the hawk too you know you think about all those those are life lessons and i always like to tell people like pay attention there can be times like we live in oregon where we see crows all the time right like you always see them but think about like when you're drawn to them mm. like if you're like this week i keep being drawn to them or like last week i kept seeing crows i was driving and they kept flying from the right side they were crossing over like me like crossing over traffic but they kept coming from the right side mm-hmm. they kept coming from that so it's like birds are always giving a message even the ones we see all the time it's all about like if you're drawn to them at that point you know mm-hmm. what i mean like if you're like we saw this like robin like pay attention are you going to start noticing robins over the next week and if you do like that's the message that they're supposed to be you know giving Mm -hmm. to us every animal every living thing we're all made of the same essence so we can connect with that energy and you know i think it's they do they come at pivotal all animals but to me bird medicine again is like the most sacred medicine you look at any culture civilization across time has always had various relationships with like birds and so Mm -hmm. you know we're blessed in the fact that we reside in Oregon and with all the trees and all the things that we get such a diversity of birds, you know, whether it's like waterfowl to being in the mountains to seeing eagles and hawks. I was on my way here and I saw a turkey vulture and I was like, it was really crazy because I was like on the freeway and I was like, what is the turkey vulture doing in this area? I've never seen one before, but I'm like, look, anytime we see those things, like, you know, I believe everything has a sign and everything has that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, I love birds. <laughs> <laughs> you said birds are the divine, but what is the divine? I mean, for me, I mean, that comes from like, I grew up like born and raised Catholic. Didn't necessarily stay with it, but um, I think about uh the divine is like a life-giving force, life energy, God, spirit, universe, whatever you want to call it. It's it's the flow, ashe, you know, whatever it is, it's what flows through everything. To me, it's what creates balance in life. Um, and balance to me is not like a 50-50. I don't think of it like balance as a scale. Balance can be multiple things. Like to me, I look at balance as like a spectrum. And there's going to be times to create balance in life. You're going to have to go over to the halfway point and you're going to have to go to the other side. So mm. for me, the divine is 
true balance and alignment with like the universe with the macrocosm you know um it is the true divine feminine and the divine masculine which have nothing to deal with gender um you know you think of that like yin and yang energy um I, I you know I always like to remind people you know, we're familiar with like science stuff, right? In the sense of like, when people say, oh, someone's really left brain, they're creative, they're active. You know, if you were to be doing a brain scan and had all the nodes hooked up to your brain and you're building something, well, the left brain of your, you know, left side of your brain is lighting up, but that corresponds with the right, you know, side of your body. So that's action oriented. And then if you think on the flip side, you know, when people are like, oh, people are super right brain, they're hella creative, they're intuitive, it's the emotions and the feelings. When someone is, you know, feeling stuff again with that brain scan hooked up, it's lighting up when you're feeling emotions. And it really corresponds with the divine feminine, divine masculine. We have different energy that flows up and out of us through our right side and it flows down through us through our left side. And so for me, the divine is balance the divine is alignment and again understanding that there's going to be times that you need to be more in the divine mass and you need more yang energy you need more action you need to shit or get off the pot you know and then there's times when you need to sit down and there's times when you need to just be and mm-hmm. you need to like calm yourself you need more of that divine feminine um you know so yeah yeah i think it like boils down to what you're saying is like a relationship like I feel like I've been investing in this relationship of like, oh, I'm not alone thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like life circumstances happen. Everything is an expression of the divine. So it's the relationship that I have with the bird. It's the Mm -hmm. relationship that I have with my friend. It's the relationship Mm -hmm. that I have with the contents of this experience. And how deep do I want to invest in in Mm. that and and remove the program of being separate from nature or being separate for from another and it's like a play it's basically like a playground of like are we gonna like either be unconscious and we can move through the space and through the game but if we take that time to really like strip away the things that are constantly uh putting like the wool over our eyes it's like we it takes so much effort to to foster the relationship but then once we do spend time in nature like we are right now it's like oh she's contacting us at all times and yeah like it's, it's simple yeah it's extremely simple <laughs> yeah and yeah it's a beautiful relationship to um be a part of because it's like I think that's when you can kind of like come at ease when you're just like oh like there's something greater than me mm-hmm. at the end of the day it doesn't mm-hmm. it's not all on my shoulders like yeah. there's there's space for the divine there's space for the magic to happen because there's some things we just can't explain as a much lot as, of things yeah we can't as explain. much yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> mu- yeah as much as we like we feel like we're in control of things like we don't have any control and reserving like having that space reserved like we don't have to fill all the seats in the bus it's yeah. like you only got one ass yeah sit down yeah. like yeah. There, leave some space for yeah. for some magic to occur yeah. and then in that space is where um i think transformation and healing and all those things can happen yeah. it's just like let the divine just handle it you know yeah. i think And I think that is a way of control, right? Like we always look at control as like holding on, creating structures, creating brownies, creating systems, having all this that can't go outside of it. But it's like control can be like a piece because when things are, when we think of things are out of control, they're haywires, they're hectic, they're all over the place, we don't know. So like what is the peace and the control of just like understanding and trusting and having faith that like the divine, the universe is gonna, you know, work it out. Um, You know, in my practice, um, you know, one of the reasons why I love to be out here in the trees, my business through the trees collective, I literally did a journey on some mushrooms with some trees and just received this insight that like as above, so below, as within, so without. Like when we understand the nature and the universe and how things function around us, then we're going to understand how things function within us Mm -hmm. and vice versa. The better that we understand ourselves being like the microcosm, we're going to better understand nature being the universe, being the macrocosm. Um, I do natal chart readings and a big thing in my natal chart readings is we look at the elements, you know, based on your 10 planets. So we know every sign has an element and I always, um, 
teach people that if we were to think about like air as an element, we think about wind, we think about this wind that we're feeling right now. It's like cool, it's calm, it's kind of relaxing, it's a nice breeze. We think about how else could wind be. Wind can be stagnant. Wind can be dry. Wind can be forceful. Think of like a tornado and stuff. And so when we think about those adjectives with how we describe wind or air, think about those same things in our lives. So if we think about air and within us represents communication, it represents thought, it represents kind of those sort of um, things with the mental capacities. How we talk can be cool, calm, it can be forceful, it can be destructive, right? We can be stagnant, we cannot communicate at all. And so the same thing is true with like all the other elements. When we understand how they're expressed, then we can understand better within us. And so it's like when we need to create balance, you know, as someone, if we for talking all the time, or you doing podcasts all the time, you're using a lot of air activity. So like for me getting, I would say, you know, if I was doing wellness mentoring with you, I'd be like, yeah, get out in nature, ground yourself, find moments where you're not using those mental capacities, right? Mm -hmm. Like having that, creating that balance within your life. Mm -hmm. I think that's a perfect segue to speak about the cards that we yes! pulled. Because <laughs> our cards, I always like to say, like my favorite scene is the universe be universing, right? To universe is a verb. And it's like, there's no other way. I don't believe in coincidences. I don't believe in like happenstance or synchronous. No, there's like everything happens for a reason and a season and a lifetime. And so I love that your card is literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's wild because, okay, so getting more like grounded and stepping outside of just the air, uh, psychic, non-material kind mm -hmm. of spaces and just occupying those spaces for the majority of the time of like mm -hmm. envisioning what a future is. But it's like, it's not materialized yet, but it's just like the steps between yeah. materialization and yeah. then getting grounded is like, oh, like I can feel what the ground feels like on my feet. It is the material. It is mm -hmm. the earth. It the is tactile. The earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... I pulled the grouse, um, which I did not know was an actual bird. Yeah. has a beautiful feather. This That's what drew me to it. But the grouse, on this card it says, embrace the power of dance and movement to access your highest guidance. And that's something that I expressed to my friend Julia recently, who we celebrated her birthday, where... Like I'm, I'm like, oh, I want to like start dancing a lot more because it's so therapeutic. Like mm -hmm. even in my house, like mm -hmm. if I put on like some like Latin music or, or anything that has mm -hmm. like some like rhythm to it mm -hmm. or some Afro beat and stuff mm -hmm. and just like move around and, and just like, just flow, like not even doing any moves. Like in the beginning, it's kind of like, I'm trying to like look good and try to do some cool moves. But yeah, I'll, like at, once I get through that, I'm like, oh, I'm just like floating around. Just and floating. I think like like being in nature like provides like the perfect stage to to be free mm -hmm. because it's not like trees are judging you mm -hmm. or anything it's like they're like encouraging mm -hmm. you at the end of the day like mm -hmm. all the surroundings it's like no be like us and i'm like yeah i'll be like yeah, you yeah 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 it's <laughs> yeah it's harder to tap into that space when you're in proximity to like Subaru Outbacks and Outback Steakhouse <laughs> and yeah shit. and all just like the normal things so it's yeah. a little you kind of like judge yourself about releasing and yeah. fully like letting go and it's just like this image that I have to uphold of being like the cool fly yeah. stoic one type of thing but it's yeah. like allowing ecstatic dance to occur like yeah. my friend Sunny like she does ecstatic dance and it's like like ultimate freedom even though like i'm like yeah. oh how do i look doing that i look like a goofy doing it everybody looks like a goofy doing yeah. ecstatic it's dance like, how do you disconnect from yeah the ego, yeah know? but providing those opportunities but like i was saying before like spending more time in nature um kind of encourages us to to do it because we, like, we know what we have to mm -hmm. do and it's like if that's the biggest challenge mm -hmm. of this moment is to fucking dance yeah and that that's earth energy you that's know not for a me, challenge that's earth energy being in the nature movement that's tactile energy that's mm -hmm. earth-based energy yeah and i always like to say you know like i know you practice meditation and you lead meditation things and you know sometimes people can really struggle with that because they're like i'm sitting i'm being still and i always say like meditation doesn't have to be this sitting crisscross applesauce you know so i worked in education long i'm like cross-legged i don't even know crisscross applesauce but it can be dancing 
Because if you're like, I'm disconnecting and I'm connecting with spirit or life force, or I'm just being present, right? Like that's what it is, just connecting with the energy that flows around us. And so I always like to challenge people that like meditation doesn't have to be the sitting calm. It can be taking a walk. It can be sitting in the park in nature. You know, I always challenge people like, hey, if you need less whatever element there's different ways that you can do that to meditate to kind of connect and so Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah. i say do all of the the modalities hell yeah we need to it's like like you can fill a day with a lot of modalities and it's like oh like i'm constantly investing in self at all times and doing things that are going to be like a net positive in the long haul and looking at it as a marathon not like this sprint it's like how do we take care of ourselves and there's so much that we have to shift our mind and our bodies yeah. towards wholeness i love that you said the modalities like i i love to think of like modalities and just everything is like you know we have different healing modalities or there's different like modalities of wellness you know of ease in the body right opposite of dis-ease and we think about like spiritual physical mental social emotional you know we think about all these sort of things and a lot of times um people think about like when I have dis-ease in the body I have to treat it in a physical realm and so in my healing practice if someone comes like if you came to me and you're like damn, I like got a crick in my neck. Yeah, I could be like, you slept wrong. Yeah, your pillow, all that. Like we could treat it in the physical realm. But then I'm like, to me, I'm like, that's communicate. That's your throat chakra. That's let's heal from like a spiritual standpoint. What are the things you can eat? What are the things you can, what have? What are you not communicating? What are you over communicating? You know, what side of the body is it? Is it on your right side? So you need to release stuff. Is it on your left side? You need to receive things. And so I think like in general, when we talk about modalities and different ways to heal we have to do that it's something that I deemed like 360 wellness like it has to be this cyclical wellness we can't just treat one thing and not the other because mm-hmm. physical signs of stress of anything those are the last form of it in your body it starts at a cellular level it starts at an energetic level so coming out in nature grounding yourself dancing you know doing those sort of things that all helps heal in different ways Mm -hmm. most definitely what card did you pull for yourself so i pulled the meadow lark um which is a beautiful bird it's yellow and brown sure the (laughs) birds are calling back to you (laughs) and my card says um smile you will soon experience a wonderful journey of inner discovery and it is super true with like what's going on in my life I really understand that um a lot of times we think growth needs to happen on an outward level and just like everything has a season and just like the moon cycles you know call us during the new the moon to go in and the full moon to express outward there's times that like we need to go in and you know a lot of times people myself included struggle when it's like oh we I should be doing something right now I should be action oriented I should be I'm being lazy I'm not that and and I always like to think of another bird the hummingbird and I think about even when a hummingbird sits it's still always moving so even we're still we're still always doing things and so you know I've dealt with bouts of you know just coming back from living abroad for five six months and I'm like I need to get in these things I need to be creating I haven't made any of my products and all that and I have to understand knowing you know some of my other numerology and and astrology stuff going on right now that like no this is an inner journey right now and so uh it's wonderful that this happened and you know it being yellow and and yellow dealing with the solar plexus and solar plexus energy is um you know sunshiny bright outward confident energy that's why when we get nervous or anything you feel it in your gut you know you feel Mm -hmm. it because that's when you're confident that's your solar plexus and so the fact that this is card is telling me to feel that on the inside and to not express it always we don't always have to express it outwardly like how do we allow ourselves joy you know what is joy do we do we give value to joy based on others experience based on what we've achieved like what is joy mm-hmm. you know well grandmother ayahuasca told me that we are joy yes. <laughs> <laughs> verbatim how was that experience have verbatim. you done that often just once okay it was right before the pandemic and yeah i came back on lockdown day and i was like 
this did year. you do it out here or no, did i did you it do- in uh, mexico okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i was down there it was amazing experience it was all it was exactly what i needed you and needed. i was like i was like met with so much like kindness <sighs> from the spirit and i was just like oh thank you so much for like treating me like so lovingly it was mm-hmm. like a red carpet i didn't need like a smack yeah. or anything it was yeah. just like oh like you've been a good you've been a good person and you're you're trying your best <laughs> yeah, young yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. and i'm just like oh I thank you that. so much grandmother like, right? i appreciate it so much um but yeah it was it was such a unique experience and it kind of highlighted things that i felt were true but mm-hmm. i didn't really have any evidence of mm-hmm, it was like mm-hmm. i was kind of like told my whole life that the thoughts i had weren't the things that i was really feeling or knowing yeah and then society obviously like hammers that into you like whatever non-physical people of color especially like certain things any sort of like non-physical perception that you have that is on a higher plane like nobody corroborates that and i'm just like oh i'm just existing on like this different level that nobody can really like like meet me on and then it's like to be met and then shown everything i'm just like oh like Thank you so there's much. There's no way going back. Mm-mm, not at all. It's like once you enter into the 5D, there's no way to like. Yeah, you can't unsee the truth. You can't unsee yeah, the truth. Yeah, and then you can't like act in a way that disrespects the, the like that, the exactly like the wisdom that was shared and and through experience because that's where we learn is like through mm-hmm. a new experience, not from someone like dictating and telling us oh yeah you should believe this and then like all of us are like dur, 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 okay like i'm mm-hmm. gonna follow this because someone told me it's like no you have to like experience what it mm-hmm. is and then you have like an understanding and a knowing of like do i want to do this or do i not want to do this but mm-hmm. yeah i highly recommend yeah it's that. been a goal i actually was like looking for when i was in mexico for five months like trying to find and i was like i don't want to do no like whitewash shit you know or whatever and i did it and i was like i took it as like okay the fact that i cannot find the space is like universe was like this is not the time you know and I think it's like you know with going on what you're saying when you have like all these societal things that put on us it's like that's as diasporan people you know people from the motherland like that's not who we are that's you know when we were stolen and brought here that's literally been the experience is like you need to follow these beliefs you need to have these things and I think by journeying with plant medicines not only just like herbs and healing but like with, you know, psilocybin and ayahuasca and all these things that allows us to connect back to those roots because these are all healing modalities that have been used for centuries, millennia. And so, you know, I feel like when we reconnect with nature, it allows us to reconnect with who we truly are as like humans. But, you know, especially as, you know, being a black woman, I'm like, understanding my roots understanding that and I mean that's a big reason of why I um have embarked on this journey of a root worker you know of the traditional true that's the true black American experience you know a lot of Mm. stuff was placed on us but hoodoo you know root workers being with hoodoo which has nothing to do with voodoo or voodoo or even ifa so hoodoo was like when um you know we had (laughs) all of these um, indigenous African folks brought here and they all brought with them different ATRs or African traditional religions and all different beliefs but all still had a centeredness all still had everything connecting healing with nature and other stuff and so um, you know as we know as we're living on stolen land the indigenous population here had their own healing things and so uh, through intermarrying interworking and all of that you had these African traditional religion beliefs mixed with native beliefs and then at the same time because they could not worship freely and having Protestant, Catholic, having all these other beliefs, how do we still worship? But ultimately hoodoo, root working, um, you know, it's a spectrum. It's not a religion. It's not a faith. It's more so a culture Mm -hmm. and it's more so of um, a connected and using 
universal magic, the magic that we were talking about. And so it incorporates uh, cosmology, which is, you know, true African as well. So, you know, reading the stars, connecting, it connects with ancestral work. Um, it connects with plant medicines, with animal medicines. And it's really like, how do we heal in a natural way? And so I love that, like, we as a diasporan communities, you know, in the 21st century, we're getting more connected. I'm seeing more people you know um understanding um you know connecting to their lineage or feeling that or natural ways or you know astrology or getting to all of that and it's like these are all things that are already within us you know we're not learning we're just rediscovering and so for me as a root work you know in my own self-healing journey and um through you know, journeying with psilocybin and journeying with LSD and all of that was able to connect with, I mean, I've, since I was a kid, I've always felt the presence of like certain people in my life, certain, whether I met them in my real life or they were, you know, have always felt that and it allowed me to connect and I downloaded and doing genealogy and stuff. I understand, oh, I come from a line of root workers. So not only was I drawn to this, Mm-hmm. But this is also in my lineage. And so my goal is like, how do we share plant medicines? How do we share natural medicines, whether that's the birds, whether that's plants, whether that's whatever it may be, you know, and that is that true black American experience, that true hoodoo experience. Yeah, that's beautiful. How do you discern like what someone needs when you work with them? Well, so you know what's interesting, as of late, because um, I, I use a lot of, you know, the thing about hoodoo is like, you know, you're taking it all in. It's not like one practice, you sure. know. So I utilize like traditional Chinese medicine with the meridians. I use the chakra systems. I utilize all these things. And something that I've um, recently started to discover was human design. Oh, and oh, so, <laughs> yes. And so, you Hell know, yeah. because what I love about this, like I do numerology and I've found like, especially with my numerology and my natal chart and and again my full natal chart they speak to each other right Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and it's stuff that I've always like I've already felt and then it's like when you ask for you know those signs and sometimes you get those like yeses from the universe and so then to have like another uh, modality whatever you want to call it come in and give me the same messages that Mm -hmm. I've received and so in you know this has only been probably in the past six months that I've gotten into it and I understood that I am a projector Mm -hmm. and so my whole lesson is to wait for the invitation Mm. which for me anybody that knows me I am the I got hella sag in my chart I'm a sag (laughs) stellium so I'm always like I'm a seeker of knowledge I want to share information you know sometimes I'm like Nicole you can shut the fuck up and so discovering that understanding that like my thing with being a projector is to wait for the invitation so in the past I would be like I'm feeling I'm reading charts I'm doing whatever I'm going to tell you what like I'm divining you know downloading that you need and while that still works because I do need to trust that I'm learning how to trust my energy and to trust my downloads and to what I receive I'm now learning to of like wait for them to tell you what they need mm-hmm. because if someone doesn't know necessarily what they need and it doesn't have to be like I need help with a specific thing it can just be like I've been feeling overwhelmed. This stuff's going on in life. Okay, so if it's overwhelming, then how can I do that? You know, Mm -hmm. and so I'm learning of like deciphering with what people need is, you know, one, what they're literally telling me they need. And then, you know, as I've done this journey of self-healing to myself and understand how to recognize energy in my body and how to trust my intuition, you know, with some of the centers and the stuff with human design, I'm like, yeah, it makes sense. Um, it's again, finding that balance. How do I find the balance of like what I'm receiving to share and what someone needs? Yeah, definitely. I feel like it, it is all intuitive, but like when I discovered human design, I was like, this is the truth. Yeah. Like this is the one right here. Cause it like merges like astrology mm-hmm. and the Chinese medicine, mm-hmm. like meridians and everything. And like, it all just makes so much sense when you like update, upload to, like your info. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is exactly it. Yeah. And this is like my, like the golden path, I believe is what they call it. And just like, Oh, these are like the things that I need to heal. These are the things that will allow me to access the highest mm-hmm. potential and, and what I need to work on. And mm-hmm. yeah, I forget what the, what my 
specific thing is i have my chart in my in my on my phone at all times so like when this comes up but it's like we have access to so much and like the idea the idea that like it's kind of like almost taboo to even like speak about anything outside of the western medicine model yeah. which is complete bullshit it's like yeah. they're fucking scamming y'all like scamming. scamming and like they're making us more sick like they're, that's the I thing mean, they're not doing a good job like horribly. anything else you're taking anything something else. to treat something else to treat something else yeah, and it just numbs you, it just numbs you out completely and and that's like a sad thing where it's like we're like we've been sold and brainwashed that this is the only way yeah when there's thousands and thousands and thousands of years of like just even medicinal plants all around us I mean it's still happening now my mom always she always loves to refer to like the blue zones in in the world and the blue zones are these areas where there's not like the western medicine they're happy they're healthy they have like some of the longest living people the lowest rates of all this stuff and it's like yeah like we like to think western medicine has helped but it hasn't it's caused so many things you know and it's like in my own personal journey journey you know I've been a lifelong athlete and grew up and I had six knee surgeries I've done all these things so I'm thank god I've never had abusive person you know abusive type of person because I had access to all the like opioids and all that didn't like them I used to like I'd have horrible allergies and asthma and that's why you know five years ago I started to go plant-based and in going plant-based and then over the past year going gluten-free, I've cut out everything but like one allergy medicine that I only need when I'm in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I no longer have asthma. I no longer have things like issues. I take turmeric. I take other stuff. And I found, wow, there's other ways to heal, you know? And it's like we just need that. It's there, but they don't want us to. The pharmaceutical companies, nobody does. It's an industry. You know, you think about this stuff and it's like... They don't want that. But that's, again, getting back to that nature, getting back to our roots, connecting and understanding that we have this within us. You know, Mm -hmm. we have all this understanding within us. We just have to like, like you were saying earlier, pull away the shades, all the things that have been piled on us, release those things, feel lighter and like come to the answers. Yeah, most definitely. Do you know what is required for your next level of ascension? Yes, I know for me, again, um, having done the human design, which corresponds with my numerology, which corresponds with my parts of my astrology, um, in, you know, in numerology, you'll have like your life path and your expression number, which is kind of like, what's your purpose here? Mm-hmm. And basically how you can get to that. Mm-hmm. And in your natal chart, um, I love it because everybody's like, I mean, we've made progress. Everybody's like, what's your big three? And I want to be like, that's like, there's so much to your chart. I'm still learning your charts, you know, like the planets are good. The houses. But to me, one of the most important things that's in a natal chart is your nodes of the moon, your Mm. north node and your south node, because they tell you about your karmic lives. Mm. They tell you about what you coming into this world, what you've spent past karmic lives learning and what you need to learn in this life to do that. Mm -hmm. And all three of those, from the human design, from that have showed me from my life path numbers from all my numerology numbers like i'm destined to be great in life on a large scale um in the work that i do in the healing work that i do as long as i am of the service of others as Mm. long as the ego as long as this stuff's not coming in so when i have those imposter syndromes and i have all that shit when everything's coming up i'm like i need to do that so for me you know in my life, I've grown up and I was a big, like, common courtesy person. Mm-hmm. Or, you excuse know, me, like, excuse, excuse you know, or I'm just like, come on. And I'm like, you know, like, or just like, you give, you know, and, and I'm not expecting anything to turn, but you want someone to be grateful, you know? And I've had to learn that it's like, no, we give freely, you know, no, like, how do I share and how do I do that? So for me, my biggest lesson is like, how I will be successful and for me to level up and to get those higher things and all the stuff I need to do is like to just give selflessly and Mm -hmm. to just do the work selflessly and um, to wait for the invitation. Mm -hmm. And what's been on my heart the past couple weeks is you don't have to accept every invitation either. Mm -hmm. And so the discernment, that's another thing is like discernment of like, is this the space? Are these the people, you know, just because somebody has been in your life for decades and you love them, even if they haven't done anything detrimental, if you or this, this 
space or the whatever is not adding value to my life anymore than like I have to release you, you know? And so for me, it's it's really coming into that discernment. It's really coming into this meadowlark card of like this inner discovery and understanding, you know, it's a seven personal year for me and seven being an introspective seven. You know, you think about the Bible, right? On the seventh day, we rested seven being a completion number and of understanding like this is a year that I don't, I've done a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And so now how do I sit in that? How do I decipher through? How do I, you know, um, clean out the things that need to be but also how do I you know live abundantly like all major religions everything no matter what they all get down to the you know the like universal love treat your neighbors like yourself all the things right because that's what that is and it really is that's what nature is to us nature gives to us freely without conditions without anything so you know I think for me as I'm leveling up and as I'm continuing it really is a connecting more with the power that I already have within me being present and just literally not unconditional love just universal love sharing that and then I know not only I hope or believe or wish I know that then I will be abundant I know blessings I'm like yo too many things have said that I'm like there's no such thing as coincidence and if this healing modality from this country and this one from this and this time civilization and they're all giving me the same messages you know I'm like okay I yeah. get it, you know, and to stand in that and to understand that, that that's not the ego, that's not whatever, mm-hmm. that's like being confident in who I am. And my mentor, she told me something recently. She said, a lot of times we try to learn and we want to like level and level up. And, you know, I've struggled with like being a novice in life. I always want to be an expert and I don't like to put anything forward unless I'm that. Yeah. And she goes, you know, I was reading a book and she's like, you, you are a healer. You don't need to learn. You know, like you're going to continue learning. That's gross. She goes, you have your own chord to play in the universal orchestra. And when we read things, when we try to do something that someone else has done or whatever, we're not playing our right chord. And yes, the unit, it, you'll still hear it. It'll still be good. The symphony will still be nice, but it's going to be missing that one sound. Mm-hmm. And so to trust that we all have our own universal chord and to stand firm in that. And that's, again, not the ego or anything. That's like our purpose for being here in, in this current karmic life cycle. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's like that's like everybody's duty to find that like that's Mm -hmm. the thing is like we we get so used to trying to like use someone else's guitar and i'm just like nah like you don't play lefty why you have that lefty (laughs) and it's like are you an acoustic or are you a semi-hollow ibanez or sure i don't know what any of those are yes but they're all different i'm assuming they're all different yeah yeah back when when i wanted to like play guitar and all this shit i was like looking up i'm like oh i like that one yeah like that one's cool but like finding like your own and then once you get comfortable in your own shit mm-hmm. i'm like oh my god like you can't take then me that's out of powerful this. right oh. then you can't do that i'm like yo you can't like and it's like the evidence is all around us it's like you just look back like on this journey of like how many things that you've brought into this world that were from a pure place it's mm-hmm. like like look at my track record like mm-hmm. look at both of our track records yeah. every single thing that we put out into the world was to serve others yeah like anything meaningful that we really connected to yeah. that like gave us the most or were the things that we gave the most of yeah it's like we started with the intention of like i'm gonna serve i'm gonna illuminate i'm gonna mm-hmm. ascend i'm gonna help others do the things that mm-hmm. i've done for myself first mm-hmm. and i'm gonna lead the way based mm-hmm. off of the things that i've like walked like the path that I've walked, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I'm coming into that just full on trust because it's like, Oh, um, this feels right. And trusting mm-hmm. what the, what the feeling feels like. Mm-hmm. And you, mm-hmm. you said That's that di- divine feminine. Yeah. And then just yeah. like what you're saying, the discernment, like discernment and discipline are the Ooh. things where I'm just like, yo, like when in doubt, just like practice that discernment and practice that discipline. Cause like when we don't discern, it's like, that's when we, Fall out of, we fall out we yeah. fall out of space but then we end up having to refine that balance mm-hmm. so like whenever we aren't practicing discernment it's like we enter relationships that aren't like uh equal or mm-hmm. we get caught with our pants down per mm-hmm. se mm-hmm. and then it's like ah shit yeah but we always have that ability to like i keep i don't want to say walk of shame because it's a walk of learning 
but we come back to the self-love component but then it's just like okay now i have another opportunity to practice that discernment and i have that and i have like the discipline like practicing the discipline of whatever it is waking up at a specific time Mm -hmm. or eating this type of diet or whatever Mm -hmm. just creating a little bit of structure around our lives and and allowing it to work its own magic within our lives because once you start seeing the changes that happen over time when you're like oh i'm gonna like go along with this thing for five months six months a year two years and you're like you like look up and you're like oh damn i didn't know i've been doing this for so long because it just becomes a part of you yeah you don't even think about it like i looked at my my uh uh instagram story thing and just looking back at all the instagram live videos that i've done and i'm like i'm scrolling i'm like i'm scrolling for like a year like yeah. a year i'm like i didn't know i did you don't realize that oh, i had no clue i did fucking like close to like a hundred or more like live instagrams yes, with props. people and i'm just That's like hard i'm like <laughs> i'm like whoa that was that was so long ago but, but it was rooted like in service the props of that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah i was like i was like oh damn you've been working you know? dude because sometimes we feel like something my therapist had told me a couple years ago is like when we're always like we got to do more or the things we're doing that we always have these, you're going to always have a running to do list. And she was like, she told me, she said, Nicole, make a done list. Start making a done list. And so looking at stuff like that, you know, understanding like you're saying, reflecting back of like, Oh shit, what have I been doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what did they say? Like, you know, you know, a practice doing something creates a habit and then the habit creates, you know, a a characteristic and then a characteristic creates like, you know, so it's like all these sort of things that we think about. So if we work our way back, like everything starts with somewhere, Mm -hmm. everything starts with somewhere and it happens. I mean, for me, it's like everything starts with thought communication that goes back to the elements, you know? Mm. We have to do, you know, when you have like that air, you have to start with, let's say you want to create the business doing this podcast, right? You had to have the idea in your head. How many people out here have these ideas? Everyone, everyone everybody, has ideas. They could even write out. I got, I've written it all out. I have my whole plan. It's all the things, but that doesn't become the business yet. They yeah. have to apply fire. They have to put action to it. How many businesses have started? You know, I mean, small business, especially Oregon. I mean, God, I know it, people don't really fuck with Kate Brand. I don't know her too well because I don't live in Oregon, really. But the one thing she has made it beneficial for being a small business, being an LLC. But you think about how many small businesses don't work because you thought of this idea. You put that fire. You did that action. And it didn't work out. Well, that's because you got to have the water. You got to be infused with the emotion and feel connected to it, right? And then when you have that, then you're creating that earth, something tactile. And then, you know, the fifth element, not to be confused with the movie, but the fifth element being ether, being spirit, understanding again, there's that higher purpose with it. And so, you know, again, when we create balance, when we get out of whack, like you were saying, or we're doing too much or whatever, I mean, even with, you know, talking about, you know, both of us are service oriented people. And the discernment, we have to know things are still balanced, again, to me, as a spectrum. I think about, like, in the zodiac, um, you know, every sign is opposite a sign, right? They're on an axis. We have our 12 things. And so the two signs that are the signs of service, that are oriented with service, they correspond with service houses and everything, too, is Pisces and Virgo. They are like uh, two different sides of the same coin, okay? So... You have to learn balance. People, when I do readings, I have a friend that has hella Pisces in her chart. And those are one of those, like, I give too much. I give, I give, I give, I give. If you're constantly pouring out your cup and it's not being poured back into or you're not filling it up yourself, you're out of whack. Mm -hmm. Or on the split... On the other side, you have Virgo, and Virgo loves being of source oriented, but Virgo is a very, like, what's good for me, you know, like, mm, nope, I, again, Virgo's like, I want to do it right, I'm going to do it myself, I don't need to, sh-, you know, like, sharing if you're not going to take that, so it's, again, it's like, how do you cross over to that spectrum, that's what that discernment, so even in service, you know, in order for us to be, and I think that's part of our own healing journey, in order for us to learn how to give, we also have to learn how to retain, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that discernment is understanding that and creating that balance, you know, mm-hmm. and understanding like when I need to withdraw, when I need to, again, not accept those invitations, when I need to pull back, when I need to, you know, say no. And that's hard when you're like small business owner because you're like, I'm trying to grow my business and I'm trying to do all this stuff and you have all these things and, and it feels unnatural to be like no not Mm -hmm. do stuff yeah but it's like there's a reason that you need to do that yeah and feeling like whole when you 
like decline something Mm -hmm. it's like oh like this is where like it's almost like you get like a little jolt of like that was the that was the pat on the back of like yeah that was the right thing to do right Mm -hmm. there and you're like oh i'm whole and embodied within this decision to miss out on something and like yeah like i'll see that person again like i know it was their thing or whatever and and usually i'm like really good about showing up to like literally like everything but like it just feels affirming when other people understand like Mm -hmm. these are the decisions that i have to make and they're Mm -hmm. just like oh like i know you want to be here like there had to be something up Mm -hmm. and vice versa if someone doesn't show up to my thing it's like hey like it's all good like i'm gonna appreciate the people who are there like if we are like all trying to live long, healthy lives, we're going to cross paths many, many, many times instead of mm-hmm. hyper making something super hyper important. But yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, he's vibing right I now. I know, I love it. Yeah, he's he's riding down this path. Oh, with some no, outcast too. No okay, hands. I feel yeah, it. Yeah, no hands. It. And he got the number twenty nine, which is what 11. does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Eleven, that's the divine power. That was a divine message coming through. Yeah, I need to get a reading from you. I need to get like a I know we need to just do your natal chart reading because then, especially if you're saying like human design and all the things, it's yeah. going to be the same, you yeah. know, Shout it's going to be, Rudd. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like in general, like no matter what we're talking about is like finding these connection, ultimately it comes down to that innate things and like that inner healing journey. And, you know, something you were saying earlier when you're talking about like working with people and, and it was stuff that you had to discover first. It's like why I call myself or refer to myself as a wellness mentor versus like a coach. Like I've been a coach, like I worked in education for 15 years. I was a sports coach. All my schools in Oregon, California, New York, everybody knew me as Coach Cole, right? Like even when I wasn't doing coach related, even when I was like director of after school programs, mm-hmm. Coach Cole, right? Because to me, like a coach, you know, as a lifelong athlete is like, they teach you things, they bring things out to you, but you're learning new skills, you're learning all this stuff. And, you know, to me, when I was really sitting down with my business and thinking about, okay, like everybody knows me as, yeah, get the bug. Yeah, Thank you. Get a mosquito on oh, your forehead. I got that sweet meat. I got that sweet meat. <laughs> Shout out to if you need some uh, good herbal no, <laughs> bug sprays. We, I we'll should have made it. Yeah, we'll, pl- we'll plug you at the end for sure. <laughs> no. Um, but to me, like a mentor serves as a mirror. Like when you th- when we think about like in schools and stuff, when you have a mentor, it's like it's somebody that's going through that too. It's learning those things. We're learning along the way. We're serving as this mirror. And I think, you know, as a healer, like I don't even know where pretend to claim that I have all the answers and all the things like I've been doing natal chart readings you know professionally or whatever I would say for the past four or five years but I'm doing them in general for the past 10 I still with my I know my chart well I'm still always current learning new things about my chart learning new things dimensions and all this stuff and so for me it's like you know, how can we look at as like serving as mentors with each other? I mean, even in this conversation that we're having right now, right? Like you are in your realm with your stuff. I'm in my realm, but it's like, how do we feed? And that's what the community is. That's what constant growing is. That's what all of that, you know, is. And again, then that discernment to be like, hey, that works with me or that doesn't work with me, you know, but just serving open. And I think the more that we have like these communications with other folks and in nature and, you know, and having all that connection, you know, the greater that we'll be the more in alignment, the more in abundance we will be. Yeah. I like, I, I want to just keep telling people that it's like, you don't have to be like the fully fleshed out version of yourself. It's like, you just have to be walking in that direction exactly. and then just willing to share where you're at in an honest way. And that's it. Yeah. Like there's nothing discerning. Yeah. Like I didn't, I haven't reached anything. I don't feel like I have. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm just out here just trying to make things work and shake yeah. and move and just be honest. That's it. And it's yeah. just the willingness to just share and that's it. And like three years from now, it's going to look a lot different than mm-hmm. right now, but I'm just here right now. Like that's I will, all I can be. Yeah. I'll say that's the one thing that I've noticed about um, Gen Z a little bit more. They're a little bit, you know, we were that in between. We still had, you know, our parents are the baby boomers. We're still like, this is how things need to be. These are still these like predisposed stuff. And I've, you know, realized I think it like my nieces and nephews and even when it comes to like um, gender expressions or sexual identity and stuff and it's like they're younger and, and like yeah this is how I could be feeling one day or whatever it's just like this is where I'm at meet me and I think that's like it's encouraging to see like these younger generations you know where I don't think they're you know in that place as much you know because I think you know for our, 
you know, for our generation and being in, you know, being in my mid thirties, it's like, I should have had this stuff right now or, you know, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm realizing like, nah, fuck that. First of all, we're going through our second recession. <laughs> you know, we're going through all these things. Like I don't have a state, I mean like a, a 401k and I think about God, where am I retired? You know, social, social security is not going to be around by the time we're older, but it's like, all these things that we should instead of just again being present and understanding no I'm exactly where I'm doing I'm playing the chord that I need to be playing in the orchestra Mm -hmm. I don't need to be doing all these other stuff and and I found that with that that's where I find peace that's where I find that joy that you're talking about you know that's like sunshine that confident of just like I'm where I'm supposed to be doing I am that hummingbird I'm sitting down but I'm still moving Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still taking forward movement, like everything we're doing. And, you know, again, being a root worker and, and dealing with, you know, astrology and all that, like for me, it's like we have multiple karmic lives. This is just one karmic life that we're in. And sometimes some of the lessons that you need to be, it's going to take multiple lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And it's about just forward movement. You know, I always say when you talk, when we're talking about like working on stuff and after a, a week or a month or a year, um, I've started to be more mindful of the language I use and the word choice I use. So for about the past year, you know, people be like, I'm trying. I've taken trying out of my vocabulary. And it mm-hmm. took me a while. I would catch myself, and now I don't use it. Because to me, when people are saying I'm trying, they're like, I'm doing a little bit, but I'm not there. Versus, like, any forward movement, any action, whether that's an inch, whether that's a change of thought, whether that's trying something new, that's forward movement in the direction that's doing you know, so it's like mm-hmm. if we think about we're not just trying, we're doing out here. Yeah, trying just feels like a mental exercise mm-hmm. and it's not a phys- it's not rooted in anything progress oriented. Yeah. Like trying or doing. Like you're yeah. you're either like on the path and in the process. Like you don't try to run unless you're in like physical therapy or whatever the thing yeah. is, but it's like no, that's actually running. Yeah. No, we're actually doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you want to pull a card for our listeners? Yeah. For them to reflect on this is exclusive just for you listening right now yes we have this beautiful divine feather i'm glad that like we kept the the theme throughout the episode bird yes birding birding for the win black people do that shit too divine feather messenger yeah we're just not in new york getting the cops called on us look i told you the universe be universing so this is one of my favorite little birds this is the nuthatch and what's really cool about the nuthatch they're small i actually see them at my house all the time and um the nuthatches they all go they go on the bark they go up and down a tree Mm. you know they go they'll walk down they'll go all directions but they're small birds but they're powerful and so it's interesting what this card says the nuthatches stay grounded and welcome the new knowledge and perspective coming to you. They are a bird that stays grounded. So if this, you know, message is for our listeners, it's for us too, right? Is to just be present, to keep your eyes, ears, spirit, everything open, to ground yourself. And, you know, if you heard some things today that were new that maybe you're not sure, like look that up. You know, there's a reason that you listened you know, there's a reason that these things happen. Um, you know, it's a really powerful, you know, message. Just like welcome. That that's again that joy. That's again that like when we were talking about control earlier. That's again where all those things is like when you're just present and you're grounded in that. Like anything that comes your way, look at it as like an opportunity. Even mm-hmm. the negative things or whatever. Those are the growth moments. Those are you know all the sort of things. Um, and I'd love to read the message if we please, have time. Please, no, we definitely do. So, um, the nuthatch is a small bird with interesting and unique qualities. When he flies, he is up among the treetops. When he walks along the branches and trunks, he does so in a zigzag motion with his head facing downward. The nuthatch gets its name from the habit of storing seeds and nuts in small spaces for later use. This practical quality urges us to take stock and plan ahead accordingly. The white chest of the nuthatch symbolizes the purity of heart. This tiny songbird encourages you to have faith in yourself and your higher wisdom. That's again that message of the divine feminine, divine masculine. This divine messenger urges you to soar as high as you dare. Just be prepared to bring all of that energy, inspiration, and insight back down to earth. All of the knowledge sought should be put into practical action. 
Have faith in your ability to do this. Nuthatch Messenger also inspires us to take a different view, turning away from our usual way of doing things, bringing a fresh outlook to an old situation, or simply seeing the world from the top down can be a welcome change. Your willingness to adapt is key in this process. Take the turn now and uncover the gifts and understanding that awaits you. And what I love about this deck is it gives you a little affirmation. So our affirmation of today with this nuthatch, with unwavering faith, I allow a new viewpoint to emerge. That part. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our beautiful listeners? I would just say, like, go out in nature, you know, um, no matter where you are. I lived in New York, and and it's hard when you're in certain spaces, but find nature. Because not only will it ground you literally and figuratively, but it you will receive energies, whether we consciously, subconsciously, unconsciously realize it or not, we were always receiving things. And since birds are a theme of the day, pay attention to the birds. See, don't be afraid. Google is your best friend. If you need to Google why I saw this, but pay attention to the birds. Mm. They are the true divine messengers. Mm. That's amazing. Universe be universin. It do be. <laughs> Where can people find you on the interwebs? So I am on, uh, you can visit my website. It is T. 3collective.com. I'm also on Instagram at Through the Trees Collective, or you can email me at Through the Trees Collective at gmail.com. And again, I offer a wide variety of services from different natal chart readings, wellness mentoring. Again, being a root worker, I do different plant medicines and plant healings. I also do ritual. Ooh, as a mosquito comes. I also do ritual circles, different moon circles. There's going to be some stuff coming up. So definitely reach out, check me out. We got um, a bunch of good plans for the rest of the summer. Awesome. Thank you, Nicole. And thank you all for listening to Opening Presents. Mm-hmm.